0: Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Does your membership website suck? That's what we're asking today on episode 83 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys. This is a show where we dispense proven practical tips and advice for growing a successful membership. And today I'm asking, are you worried that your membership website kind of sucks? Hopefully not. No doubt you've got plenty of happy members who are giving you great feedback and showing you that your hard work is actually making a positive change in their world But there are membership sites out there that do, frankly, completely suck. And if someone's running one of those websites and you're listening to this, then guess what? Here are some of the reasons why your membership sucks. Reason number one, you make it difficult for people to cancel. Please don't do that. This is a tactic that is born out of fear out of insecurity, out of secretly knowing that you're ripping people off and you're not delivering on the promises that you make. And so you are worried that once people get into your site, they're going to figure you out. They're going to figure out that you've overhyped your site and what it can do for people. And they're going to go running for the door. So your natural reaction, rather than actually being a decent person and actually creating a membership site, that is awesome and that people want to stay a member of, you make it hard for them to cancel. Your attention strategy needs to be more sophisticated than simply hiding the cancel button. Don't make it difficult for people to cancel. The decision to cancel should be the hard part. That should be the bit that people don't want to do. They don't want to think about. They fret over. They really don't want to leave because everything in your membership is so great. That decision to cancel should be difficult. The process should not be. And for some people, the idea of actually making it easy and painless to cancel is counterintuitive. There's actually internet marketing gurus, to use the term very loosely, out there who would throw a fit at the notion of actually making it possible for someone to cancel their membership of their own volition without even needing to contact you for permission. but. Think about any time you've been tied into a contract with a cell phone provider or perhaps a TV, like a satellite TV provider or cable provider, and you've called them and they've made you jump through so many hoops that even though you might have actually not had too big a grievance, maybe you were happy with their service, you just don't need it any longer. But the pain of cancelling and the process you have to go through because they've made it as difficult as possible actually burns their relationship with you. It makes it so that you would never return. We talk about this a lot in the membership guides podcast when it comes to cancellations. Not every cancellation is negative. You don't need to take it personally. It's not a slight on you or a condemnation of your membership site. People cancel for positive reasons or for reasons that are unrelated to them being dissatisfied or having a grievance with your site. Sometimes it's just that money's a little tight. Maybe your member is actually serving in the forces and they're going to be away for six months, or maybe they work away on commissions. Or, you know, perhaps they're working on an oil rig and they're not going to be around to physically use the membership for the next six months. So they figure, instead of paying for six months for something I'm not going to use, I'll cancel and then I'll come back later. Those guys may love what you're doing. It's just circumstances make it so that it doesn't make sense to continue being a member. But if you then make it hard for them to cancel, if you make them jump through hoops, are they going to come back? Not a chance and they're also going to tell other people not to join as well because that difficult process sours their relationship with you it'll burn your bridges when actually someone leaving might have every intention of coming back a little later either when their financial situation changes or you know when they're ready to make use of perhaps the next stage maybe they got what they joined your membership for they just want to spend some time kind of settling with the new position you've helped them to get to, and then they're going to come back and work on that next stage. If you make it half for people to cancel, you make it half for people to leave, they are not going to come back. The second reason that your membership site could completely suck is when you promise more than you deliver. One of my favourite things with membership sites is that they give you nowhere to hide. If you're selling courses, you're selling ebooks, you're selling one-off products, then it's a lot easier to oversell, to overhype, to overpromise, to trick and con people into buying your product. With a membership site, you simply can't do that because it's an ongoing, ever-evolving product. You're going to have to turn up on a regular basis. You're going to have to release content and actually interact with your members on an ongoing basis. So if you pick somebody's pocket when they're on their way into your home... It's only going to be a matter of time before they realise that you've stolen from them, you've tricked them, you've fleeced them, and then they're going to figure out it's you and they're not going to be very happy. You're going to have to be around these people every day, every week, every month. And also, you're not just selling one thing. It's not a hit and run kind of thing. You're relying on them paying month after month, year after year, and that's simply not gonna happen if your membership does not deliver on the promises that you made in your marketing, your sales pattern, your sales page, and so on. So that's the second reason why your membership site could suck. You overpromise and under-deliver. Third reason you have hidden charges. Please don't do this. I mean seriously. One of the worst things in the world when it comes to memberships is you get presented with this amazing membership site that's going to do all these great things for you. So you sign up and then you find out when you're in there that actually, if you want the really good stuff, you need to be on the next level up. And then if you join that next level, you find out that, well, this is all right, actually, even though we told you this was amazing. Really, it's kind of just okay if you want the really amazing stuff, you need to buy this extra thing or you need to pay for coaching or you need to pay for that. Again, you can't con, trick, manipulate or blag your way through running a membership website. And if you've got hidden charges, or hidden upsells, or you play that kind of nonsense where you continue billing people after they've cancelled, and all that sort of stuff, it kind of makes you a little bit scummy. And it definitely makes your website one that absolutely sucks. Now I think we can all agree that those first three reasons, making it difficult, and making people jump through hoops to cancel conning people by overpromising and then not delivering on what they bought into, or tricking them and ripping them off with hidden charges. I'm sure everybody listening to the Membership Guys podcast can agree that that's all pretty skeezy, it's pretty shady, none of us are doing that, and you know what, if you're doing that, I want you to stop listening to this show, unsubscribe from our list, stop reading our blog, because I'm not going to stop railing against this kind of nonsense within the industry. But these next three reasons that could make your membership site kind of suck, these are things that are easy to get wrong, even if you're not trying to rip people off. You're not one of those dodgy snake oil people that, you know, pull the sort of stuff we talked about in the first few reasons. So reason number four is that you don't onboard your users. So, if you don't have an onboarding process where you're helping people take those first few steps, settle into your membership, get ingratiated, find their way around your site, signpost the best, most useful content for people. If you're not giving that little bit of hand-holding for new members, then that can make for a pretty sucky experience when someone joins your site. Nobody likes just being dropped in the middle of a crowd and told to fend for themselves so if you've got a lot of content if you've got a very active community and your new members are just kind of dropped in there without any help then chances are they're not going to enjoy their membership experience very much you need to spend some time and have a system in place to onboard your users think about anytime you started a new job what typically happens There is a period of time during which you're given training, you're given induction, you're introduced to the people you need to know, you're gradually introduced to processes and systems and all that sort of stuff that sets you up for being a better employee and being able to do your job. You kind of need to take the same approach when it comes to your membership site. You need to enable people to ease into being a member of your site in order to help ensure that they get the absolute most from it, that they feel at home, that they're not lost and confused. Because if you think back to that first job, if you were just taken into an office, shoved at a desk... And just left to it without any guidance, any instructions, any information about how to use the different systems or who to go to if there's an issue, then you wouldn't be very happy. So think about that from the perspective of your members, because even if you've got the best content in the world and the best intentions in the world, if you just drop and dump your new members in the middle of your site and leave them to their own devices, they're probably going to come away thinking that your membership site kind of sucks. Reason number five is that you don't bother showing up in your own community. Again, unlike the first few that we talked about, which are hallmarks of the more unscrupulous elements within this industry, sometimes people make the mistake, quite genuinely, of just not showing up in their own community. Now, sometimes this is because of advice that they receive, which is pretty bad advice. Some people out there will advise you that if you want to be seen as an authority, if you want to be seen as someone who is in a position of power, who is an expert, who should be looked up to, then you can't make yourself available or you need to very jealously guard your time. And while the principles behind that and, you know, to some degree, that is true, in most cases, a big part of why somebody joins your membership site will be because they want to swim in the same circles as you. They want access to you. They want to get your input, your responses to their questions that they might put out in the community. And so if you withhold that from them, you're going to leave people very disappointed. If you're running a community as part of your membership, you need to be member number one. You need to be the model member because if you don't want to engage and participate in your community, then why would anybody else? If you want your membership site to be successful, you need to show up and serve your community. If you don't show up, again, you're going to leave people thinking that your membership. Kind of sucks. And then the final reason why people may think your membership sucks is if you don't respond to support requests. This is a simple one, and it's something that often people starting a membership site are unprepared for, or they certainly don't spend as much time thinking about this as they do trying to figure out their marketing funnel or which membership plugin to use. Customer service and customer support is key. It is crucial. And so you need to make sure that you have systems in place, whether it's a simple contact form or a support email, that you have team members in place if you're in a position to bring on virtual assistants or even employees to handle support requests. But in the absence of that, you need to make sure that if anybody's having problems with your site, technical problems, if they're having problems with their account, if they've got any difficulties whatsoever, you need to make Make sure that there's a clear way that is communicated through your onboarding process for them to get in touch with you and that you also respond in a timely manner as well. What will happen is if somebody joins your membership, they experience a problem, they send in a support request and you don't reply, they will leave pretty much guaranteed that non-response can actually be a big motivating factor that will make people leave and it's the easiest problem in the world to solve all you need to do is just respond simple as that and even if the response initially if you're inundated and you've got all these other things to work with even if the response is simply an acknowledgement and a bit of information about how long it will take to actually really dig into the problem, then that is way better than nothing. But if you're not responding to support requests, people will definitely think your membership site sucks. So there are six reasons that your membership could suck. Three of them, it's kind of a, a game of two halves there. A few of them are the really seedy, really shady stuff that I know for a fact you guys listening to this episode aren't getting engaged with. But hopefully, my little rant against the people who are is entertaining enough. But the others about not onboarding users, not showing up in your community and not handling support requests well. They are things that you need to make sure that you have covered in your membership in order to make sure you're not leaving a bad taste in members' mouths and not letting them think that your membership site sucks. That's it from me from this episode of the Membership Guys podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope it's been useful. As always, we'd love to hear from you on social Give us a shout on Twitter at Membership Guys, And if you're not already in our free Facebook group for membership site owners, head on over to TalkMemberships.com. That's TalkMemberships.com. Type in that address. It'll redirect you through to our Facebook group. We've got over 3,000 membership site owners in there. You need to be a part of that group if you have anything to do with membership websites. And of course... All our best stuff is inside the Academy. But you knew that already, right? Because you're a member, surely. You're not a member. What is going on? You need to sort that out. Membersiteacademy.com That's it from me for this week. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again very soon with another installment of the Membership Guides podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guides podcast, we invite you to check out the Membersiteacademy.com the Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member only discounts perks and tools and a supportive active community to help you along the way with feedback encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start manage and grow as successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.